are you sure you're good enough to have imposter syndrome? And I'm like, ah! <laughs> I feel like imposter syndrome isn't real because we're all imposters. Wow, how very among us of you. Is that still relevant? I don't know. I've, the kids who have to go okay. to, like, the kids who have to go to therapy, in, like, the kids who grew up on Among Us Now who have to go to therapy in their, like, mid-30s to, like, come to terms with, like, their anxiety and their weird sexual yeah. attraction <laughs> to amorphous blobs with no faces. Uh, oh, man, that does happen, but I blame anime on that. That's the real Among Us. They're, they're like, psychiatrists going to be like, you've got imposter syndrome, and they're like, hey, sus. That is sussy balls, iwiwu. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty fucking ubu sus. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium adult-related toy content. I'm your host with the most, your ghost with the most, your one, your only pepperoni. And joining me, as always, is the sussy balls boy, iwiwu. Tony, did you want to... Oh, the face you made, I'm sorry. Did you want to say hello to the people, Tony? It's fine. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Apparently I made a face. Yeah. I didn't realize that I made a face. Your face started to shrink like a cartoon character that, like, bit into a lemon. You're just like... Oh, Oh, wow. All (laughs) your features started to vanish into the center of your face and become minute, as I referred to you as sussy balls. It's it's cool, because my webcam's only half working. Yeah. So, Logan can see me, but I can't see the playback on my end. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I just thought I was making a, a... just a like normal reaction, <laughs> like a a regular frown, but not like a cartoon. Like yeah, this is what frown. normal frowns look like on people. Right, right. But no, I, I with no, yeah, no way to tell. I apparently now I know how uh, Zuckerberg feels like having so, his humanity thrown into question constantly. <laughs> God, man, it all when you start to get really granular with your thoughts, all of this whole collective. Uh, um, collective, uh, what's the word I'm work- looking for? This whole uh, collective, like, collective? hallucination that is life. Um, no, when you get super granular to a point with certain things, it's crazy how much, like, none of this makes sense and none of this fucking matters, but... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I... So, I, I, I want to talk about porn. Uh, so... Growing okay. up, growing up, and like having this weird introduction to like, um, like manga video and like mm-hmm. the concept of hentai and like weird old yeah. like computer porn dating games, like, mm-hmm. like to think <clears throat> to think that like part of my sexuality and part of who I am is based on that, and then to think about the poor kids whose introduction to that is somehow weird drawings drawings of Among Us characters is really, like, fascinating and fucking deranged. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure our parents felt the same way about the, like, stumbled-upon Sailor Moon porn that we saw, too. Right, the stumbled-upon Sailor Moon porn. But, like, just, like... Because they're like, that's fucking weird-looking drawing. I don't get that. But it's become so abstract, because, like, an Among Us character is just this amorphous blob, so it's just, like, it's, like, a crudely drawn letter A, like, a giant red letter A, but with just, like, a thickums booty. Like, that concept is so (laughs) fucking weird and abstract. 
I do like how you brought that up, but then also flip side to that, talked about hentai where goo girls are a thing. Right, but goo girls didn't get invented until we were like 30. Uh, no. <laughs> Wait, have goo, have goo girls been around since like the 90s? Quite some time. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay, I missed goo girls. Or so, so I've like... been uh, told um, <laughs> uh, through, through the grapevine. <laughs> Through other sources. Yeah. Um, Just like, I like, I also kind of like the idea that like people <laughs> developing now, like in, in their thirties will like, won't be able to like be aroused unless they're like looking at a piece of abstract art with lots of like amorphous blob shapes. They're just like st- staring at an abstract painting on the wall, just like meditating on anyways. This is the third time I've been kicked out of the art gallery this week. <laughs> just like... I just keep adding to the politics. <laughs> oh, Tony. Um, in the future art galleries, to view the art, you put a quarter into a slot and a metal door slides back from the window and you get to look at the painting. For- <laughs> <laughs> uh. Welcome to our art gallery, and there's just, like, some guy who's, oh. like, technically a government employee who's the jizz mopper. <laughs> oh, no. He's like, I'm in this yeah. gig because of the good pension, and after hours, when the museums close, all the doors unlock. You can see all the paintings. <laughs> really um, helps I've got no sense of smell. Oh, yes. I hope in the future you can just turn that off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, disappointment for those trees we keep referencing to. Right, right. Yeah. Um, man. That, man, I miss... It's been a while since I've been to Videoland Arcade. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Videoland Arcade in Vancouver. Or I was, I'm assuming it's like the same situation. There's just like a dude up front with like a mop bucket and a roll of quarters. And he's like... Yeah. You say you're here for House of the Dead. <laughs> we know why you're really here. Yeah, uh, we've referenced it multiple times on the podcast and talked yeah. about our adventures at Movieland Arcade, but for new listeners and those of you who are unfamiliar with uh, Movieland Arcade in Vancouver, uh, on was it on Granville Street? Yeah, Granville Street. Um, Movieland Arcade. Granville Street. Yeah, what used to be uh, ground zero for what used to be the most neon in uh, mm-hmm. Canada. Um, so yeah, Movieland Arcade is like a dope old arcade asterisk and that asterisk is yeah. in the back there's a bunch of like jerk off booths where you put a quarter in to watch like 15 minutes of porno at a time um yeah i think they're closed because of covid right they they uh, don't, they don't let people beat off because of COVID? land in general oh no when we went there way before cove cove and all of those booths had nothing in them anymore oh okay. like it was like they i think they took out all the the nog yeah, they're like, you know what? <laughs> We're tired of mopping. Yeah, because I think it was, I think that was also when uh, Colm was here. Because did, did we go to Movie Land with Colm as well? I don't remember. It was, I know we went with Adam a couple times. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like there was another time where we went with like, think we did i think it was colm it was like another colm if we went to movie land arcade with you and i forgot about that experience i apologize yeah because i feel like that was the time that i was doing the the house of the dead akimbo (laughs) we're just (laughs) 
You know what? Or I grab both. Uh, we just need to watch my vlog Coover 4.0 or whatever from. Yeah, and yeah, we'll, one of those. Then we'll ones. know for sure. Um, but anyway, yeah, we I did for science. I'm like, I'm gonna lose a quarter in this. Yeah. Uh, and then the only thing that came out of it was I got an STI in my eyeball. <laughs> that was a joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a joke for all the listeners who've rubbed eyeballs with Tony. That was just a joke. Yeah, that's no, that was, that was just a joke. Also, get tested regularly. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was the uh, that's the Good Morning Toy World. The Good Morning Toy World secret handshake is like making eyeball to eyeball contact. Oh, with that's why you keep doing that to me when I get off the ferry. Yeah, it's good. Hey, are you excited for Christmas? It's too early still, bud. Is it? It's past Remembrance Day. You mean Warmonger's Day? Oh my fucking god. <laughs> the, the, not um, this again. <laughs> um, I I think this year I'm gonna try to be a Christmas boy. Oh, um, I'm gonna do the opposite, so... Okay, cool. Good. Yeah, so you can you can be excited about Christmas, and I'm going to be a Grinch the whole time. Well, I don't want to know... I don't want to say excited. Because <laughs> there's like... What I the know, fuck? Like pick a lane, f- Tony. Pick a fucking no, lane. No, there's looking forward to something, and then there's being an obnoxious piece of shit. Well, you said you were going to be a Christmas boy. And yeah, that means I'm going to look forward to it, not be an annoying piece of shit. How is the name Christmas Boy not just the perfect template for being an annoying piece of shit about Christmas? No, it's I'm just going to be like a boy who's like kind of looking forward to Christmas. Okay, so you're not a Christmas boy. Well, then what the fuck am I? You're just a normal person. Oh, no, I thought normal people hated Christmas. No. no. Wait, were we not? Okay, well, all right then. Okay, so, like, not not to get too hung up on nomenclature, but okay. you're mildly looking forward to Christmas. Yeah, like, it'll be fun. Okay, so you're not a Christmas boy. I guess, I guess not, but I am looking forward to it this year. See, I'm already a Grinch. Yeah, you really fucking are. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Christmas, I hate Christmas. Christmas sucks. For Christmas this year, I'm getting you... The podcaster co-host divorce papers. <laughs> You're divorcing me, Tony? Yeah, get fucking Mitch on here or something for all I care. <laughs> I don't know if you want to air this dirty laundry, Tony. No, I'm just kidding. It's all good. I'm. Uh, you're leaving me? Yeah. Um... Uh, I can't wait for all of our listeners to feel like they felt when their parents broke up. Oh my... <laughs> Oh my god, to have the, like, uh, to have the toy podcast end the same, like, the same way and in the same sort of, like, um, like, parallel to why you're a toy collector. It's like, I collect toys because I'm sad my parents got divorced. My favorite, (laughs) my favorite toy podcast, the co-host divorced. (laughs) I get to listen to Logan's podcast quite a bit, but every second weekend Tony's comes out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, these are all just jokes, by the way. Everything's fine. Everything's good. Everything's fine, Everything's guys. Fine and good and great. No, yeah. Uh, if if the podcast does come to an end, I'm gonna <laughs> kill myself on microphone. Holy shit! 
<sighs> and, oh my wow. god. And then like then you you like you would have to edit the episode and then people would be yeah. like, Oh man, what happened to that podcast? And then like five years later you finally publish it because it took you that long to process my on air suicide. Oh, I, I think just processing it, period. Mm. Just on your like computer? Bet- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Between the shitty computer and also my, um, uh, not apathy, but, uh, what's that thing? My procrastination. Right. You've just, like, your, your tiny terror, your computer that can barely do anything. You're, like, you click, like, render or, like, whatever, and then you've got to, like, yeah. put a garbage bag over it and keep dumping, like, ice bucket water on it and like every every couple days you have to come and like pour more ice water on it so it doesn't overheat i i can't believe that like the tiny terror is still like like it still outperforms the previous computer by leaps and bounds just a montage a really sad montage of of you making your computer do its thing and and render Mm -hmm. this episode and then like my landlord like having to like change the carpet in here and yeah. like <laughs> my partner, my partner having to like sell all my toys, and then like put it like one of them going on my casket. Um, this got incredibly grim, but it's kind of funny. It really did. Yeah. Would it be Bob the Goon? Bob the Goon? What about him? That gets buried with you? No, I don't know. I'm I'm waiting for that to be the next questions for the po- podcast. Like every second, I'm like. What toy gets buried with you, but, like, reworded differently? I think month. we do have a reworded version of that. It's like, what toy are you grabbing oh, in a fire? Because we've gotten that one before. Yeah, that comes up a lot. Um, to whomstever asks that question this week, we will answer it again, just for you, so. Yeah, and also, realistically, for us, it's more like a flood. Yeah, that's... Yeah, because half of... Oh, hey, where we live is landlocked now. <laughs> Oh, yeah, all the highways into Vancouver are all, like, wiped out, right? Yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, plus side for us, we're a port city. Mm. Uh, downside for everyone else, it's uh, all the shit's locked in here with us. Right, yeah. So, so, if a summer full of, like, wildfires ravaging the interiors weren't enough, now that it's flood season, nobody can get groceries. Yeah... Yeah. Yeah, Mother Earth. The planet's really trying hard to fucking murder us all, hey? I think no, I I'm I'm <laughs> I was gonna make a terrible joke about retaliating by doing the car battery thing, but that's that's not okay. Tony, we all know you don't give a shit about the planet or the environment. It's fine. Well, it's clearly been inconveniencing us this much, so Oh yeah. Ooh, the rivers the banks of the rivers rose, so Tony's gonna continue to not sort as recycling. Oh. Hey, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I like uh, I like how in the span of like fifteen minutes or however long we've been going for, we've covered like the genesis of one's sexuality based on cartoons to yeah. um, pretty normal stuff to murdering yourself on air. Yeah, to Mother Earth murdering everyone. We've gone like yeah. the full cycle of a human's life. So and, and me getting grumpy about. Having to sort my plastics and cardboard. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, hey, hey. It's not my job. Anyway, yeah. What's, uh, did you get any toys? Uh, no, I didn't get any toys, but I oh, no. got the pleasure toy of, uh, I got the pleasure of playing with a lot of Mezco toys today. 
Oh, tell me. Go okay, because I feel like I'm the least familiar with Mezco stuff. Mezco fucking rules. Uh oh. <laughs> We've got a new expensive hobby. In fact, well, no, wait. Mezco's not really that expensive though. Like no, the figs are like a hundred bucks. Oh yeah, that's like middle of the road expensive. Yeah, these days it's middle of the road expensive, and they're quite premium. So like. Mm. If Mezco ever gets the Star Wars license, I'm doomed. Um, but yeah, they're just super, super high quality. They're six inch scale, one uh, twelfth scale. Mm-hmm. Like the heads pop off with a nice, nice, satisfying sound. Ooh. Um, the hands swap out nicely. They bend and pose quite nicely. Um, maybe it's just because I was dealing with cape stuff and superheroes. I feel like their face sculpts are a little, um, a little toothy. Like, okay. the sculpt on a couple of them, it's almost like they're biting their lip in anger. So, like, Wolverine, it makes sense. And the other one, who else bit their lip and looked weird? Uh, the, the bad version of the Flash, Zoom, um... Oh, okay, yeah. He was biting his lip in a weird, angry-looking face, and I was like, that's a lot of teeth for a sculpt. <laughs> biting his lip sexfully, like in that one episode of The Flash. Right. Um, but yeah, no, they're they're wonderful. They're super solid. They're super, like, they're crazy poseable, as they should be, and they just, like, mm-hmm. feel really nice in hand. And I forget who brought it up many episodes ago, but they were like, are you getting the Mezco Ultraman? So shout out to who ever asked us that. Uh, I'm sad that I'm not now that I've played with one. Um, Yeah, they're they're really good figures. And I I will keep an eye out. And if there's a character that I really like and there's a Mezco of it and I see it in hand in person, I would be inclined to purchase a Mezco. Okay. okay, Yeah, I think they're really, really solid toys. Nice. Yeah, I got to fiddle around with them uh, a couple times at the old shop, but, like, I think a lot a lot of times they were never on display because of the packaging. Right. So, yeah, they're very much, like, when you open this toy, you... Like, it's cool, they're in, like, cookie tins, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But, like, everything is individually wrapped and, like... Right. It's, it's a process. It is a process, a process. yeah. Process they, um... And, like... They wrap plastic around uh, the heads. There's a piece to protect the main figure. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes the accessories are under a bit of plastic, and then it's all like smooshed in a clamshell. Um, yeah. So if you're opening it, it's like that is now an opened toy. There's no undoing what you've done. So yeah, yeah, exactly. That's kind of what's so. going on with it. I do like that they give you one thing that I love, like Figma for, is they give you the little branded Ziploc bag for all the bits. Oh yeah, yeah you get yeah, you get one of those with Mezco, and I know it's like a simple pleasure, and it's like you're excited about a Ziploc bag, and the answer is fuck yeah, I am. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I think more, if not all, toys should come with that because like if I'm Oops. oh sorry, I-, I was gonna say I'm notorious for just losing bits. Right, I'm a garbage bit boy. If Star Wars Black Series came with Star Wars Black Series branded Ziploc bags. I would be less inclined to constantly bitch about how Star Wars Black Series figures are twice what they used to be. Yeah, fair. Yeah, fair. Well, because they all they all come with like a bunch of teensy tiny little things too. Yeah, they do. They come with tiny little bits. Little little bits. 
everywhere. Little tiny, little tiny baby bits. Uh, yeah, so I played with a bunch of Mezco, and it was awesome. And I also played with a sideshow Michael Myers. Oh. Uh, like the Austin Powers version? Yeah, or... he was like, groovy, baby. That's a really bad, really bad Austin Powers I just did. Here, hold on. Let me let me try and do okay, it. Okay, let's, let's redo this. Yeah, yeah, let me try and do it in Austin Powers here. <laughs> I can do this. I can do this. I don't think I can do it. <laughs> what what would Austin Powers say about uh about like murdering someone on Halloween? Like if he was if we were blending Mike Myers from the Halloween yeah, movies with uh... with Austin Powers. Well, it's hard cuz he doesn't talk. Shit. No, I know. But like I what I do love is is when people Photoshop like Austin Powers mm. into the spot where the shape is, right? Like it in in like stills from Halloween. Absolutely, like it's just, wonderful. I think he just do like the maniacal like yeah baby yeah laugh while he's yeah yeah baby yeah totally yeah or or yeah, what if what if Austin Powers stabadelic you know I, I don't <laughs> know. It's Stabadelic, baby. Oh my god, this is horrendous. Okay, what if um, what if Dr. Loomis was replaced by okay. Austin Powers and he's trying to stop Mike Myers? No, Dr. Loomis is replaced by Dr. Evil. Oh my trying god. Trying to stop Mike Myers <laughs> as Michael Myers. <laughs> There's nothing quite like a freshly shorn scrotum. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think that's way better. Doctor Evil I, versus Yeah, and it kinda works because like Doctor Loomis wore gray and was bald. Yeah. Doctor Evil is gray and wore bald. Yeah. Uh both have Doctor in the name. Ab- this is this is good. Anyways, the sideshow Michael Myers from Halloween Pardon me, is a pretty cool toy. Um, shout out to Sideshow for how they packaged it with a couple caveats here, with a couple little asterisks beside it. Uh, this so, is the asterisk episode. So they, they gave him like the kind of disposable gloves one might wear when artificially inseminating farm animals. They're like elbow oh. high, like plastic sleeves. So they like oh. covered his hands okay. and forearms to protect him. They did the same for his boots and then they put a bag on his head. All of that is great. Wonderful packaging. Finger, lip, kiss, explosion to protect yep. y- your boy. That's great. Protect the, the arms, the boots, the head. All the things that can get damaged. Fuck yeah. What they kind of didn't do was give any shits about the very fragile glasses that go on. Because you also get like the sheet to drape over him with the glasses oh, of the guy he killed. cool. Really fucking cool. But the glasses, they kind of just chucked in there. So like... <laughs> Almost everyone who got it got broken glasses and had to call up Sideshow and be like, send me new glasses, please. Um, which we had to do at the shop. Um, right, right. But uh, but we did get the new ones in, so we've got intact, unbroken glasses. But I got to play with it, pose it, take a bunch of pictures of it for putting it up on the website at work. So that was really fun because I haven't really done that in a long time played with a toy that big or played with toys in general because i feel like all the ones i own have been posed once and put on the shelf to live their lives out forever um so it was nice to play with toys today but i didn't buy any toys oh hell yeah yeah nice nice yeah it uh it's been a toyless week 
feels weird to say, but like, yeah, didn't pick up anything this weekend. Didn't even really go anywhere. That I, I went to Imperial Hobbies, right, to try to grab a couple like bits, uh, and they were out of said bits, mm. so I didn't pick up any bits. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. really about it. The uh, the Mezco thing, you mm-hmm. know how, I think it was last week, I was like, I'd love to make a kit bash using the like 1-6 scale Star Wars Bandai kits, because that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. I kind of low-key want to get a Mezco and destroy it to make something else. Oh, just use their body instead? Yeah, use a donor body from them. I was looking at uh, Damn Toys which we've talked about in the past, mm-hmm. but Damn Toys, they do a six-inch body that's apparently really good. So Yeah, I was and looking... those only about, like, 20 to 50 bucks, I think? Yeah, they do one... Um, also, apologies to the listeners, I'm not editing out that weird burp I just had. Um, they do a, um, a, like, 25... It's, like, 25 USD, so, like, $5,000 Canadian. But um, yep. they do a... What do they call him? They call him Draw Draw Man, and he's like okay. their version of like a body coon. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they also have one called Test Man, and he is like a crash oh, test the crash dummy. test dummy. Yeah. yeah, I love that one. But That's so cool. Then they also do um, some dudes like, that have like guns and boots and pants, like um, like uh, SAS, like military ish kind of guys. So, like, yeah. if you wanted to do weapon crossover for whatever custom you were doing, those would probably be a good bet. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the the thing that's drawing me towards Mezco is just how many different hands you get with the Mezco. Yeah, yeah, fair. So, basically, whomstever has the most hands is who I would probably be more inclined to purchase. Fair. But... Yeah, I... Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say the damn toy ones, they, they also do a couple, like, cool clear versions of their bodies. Right. And I'm like, oh, a, a one twelfth scale, uh, like, oh, what the fuck? What are they called? I love them. And they're one of my favorites. Micronaut? Microman or Micronaut yeah. figure. Like, just 3D print out the, like, tummy bits. That'd be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it's also one of those like, oh yeah, let's shelve that project. Right, that's where I'm struggling <laughs> right now with my Mezco idea or my making a custom Star Wars thing idea. It's like, yeah. do I want to just throw like $200 at a random project when I have so many random projects and piles surrounding me, reminding me of my failures as a as a mortal? So Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. I get that. I don't know, there's something about, like, the the ever hunt of the bits. Because, like, that's what I was doing mm. as well. Where you're always just like, here's a thing I can start. I've got most of the things to start it. But the only thing holding me back is this arbitrary thing. The only thing holding See? me back is my mortal coil. I must, yeah. <laughs> I must ascend. I need to transcend this bullshit. Yeah. Um... Yeah, like, for me, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll splice in an Imperial Guard army. Let's do that. <laughs> uh, but I'm like, I, I but I hate human heads on minis. Right. Like, flesh faces gross me out. So I'm like, I want to get these specific, like, gas mask heads. Because 
they can be my death KO right. arps of Krieg. Um, and then it's like, oh, yeah, no, I couldn't find that. So I guess I gotta wait now on this. Sorry. Or like... I just got this, like, powerful image of my mind having, like, a hobby ascension where, like, you fucking levitate and, like, yeah. your whole fucking room around you, like, explodes outwards, but all of the bits for your unfinished project just swirl around you in a vortex <laughs> as you, like, start to rise up and you just complete your project with your mind. But then you're just, oh, like, that'd be amazing. left in a scorched crater of where all your shit used to be and just, like, one finished project and you're, like, all your clothes are burnt off and you're, like, oh, God, <laughs> like, I did it, I ascended, and people are, like, dude, what the fuck happened to your house, man? Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh flash flood um yeah that'd be great because then i'd at least finish a project hell yeah baby be worth it um yeah fuck even now i'm like like i've been doing a couple of those um like megami device model kits for the like 30 minute sisters right and there's like one of them has an extra torso piece i'm like i could make a like zagok girl That'd be fucking cool. I could do this. But then I'm like, oh, I'm going to need, like, these parts and these parts. I better order this upgrade set because I can't find any of them locally because they've been sold out for a couple months. And, like, mm. it's just this, like, extra, like, ah, in order to do thing, I need X, Y, and Z. But no, it's right. even worse than that when you when you do finish it. And it either doesn't look exactly like how you hoped or it does... And it just is like, cool, done. And then you never fucking look at it or touch it. <laughs> I, I think I think that was like when I was doing YouTube videos all the time. That was the thing I liked yeah. because um, I think I've explained this before, but like the YouTube video thing, it was the only creative endeavors I had ever done where the end product was like exactly how it looked in my head. Mm, right, right, um, right. And videos were good because it was like this cycle of of you know, you, you, you plan, you film, you edit, you upload, you're done. So like when it's finished, you just get to sort of like wash your hands of it and you're like, it's in the universe now I'm done. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. not like a tangible thing. It's just this video, but that, that's why I liked it was it was an exercise in starting and finishing a project. And as much as it did like rot my mind and drive me a little bit insane as I was doing it, it felt really good to like start something and finish something like every week kind of thing. Right, right, right. And I guess I get that same satisfaction with this podcast, except like this podcast is like low stress, whereas like videos started to be high stress by the end of it. Yeah. It did kind of take over your life for a bit. Yeah. But like, it's still kind of fun. To, like, be part of it. <laughs> Whenever cool. I was part of it. Sweet. Well, like, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, uh, you doing videos was a, a, a fond time in my life. Cool. Which is weird, because, like, I really had no part of them. You were in a bunch <laughs> of them. What are you talking about? I was in a bunch of them. I was doing moderation. Again, asterisk. <laughs> yeah. For, like, streams and stuff like that. But Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was I was definitely not doing any of the heavy lifting. Let's just say that. Thanks for putting up with my bullshit. Do you want to do, uh, uh, wow? That's yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> ah. 
It's called Wow. It's called Wow. Wow. We asked you. Okay, that that's the intro. It's just Wow. All right. Our wow from last week was, what's the worst movie you've ever seen? Nice. It's a good one. And I think we all know what mine is going to be. Uh, Blue starts us off with Street Trash from 1979. Oh, 1987. <laughs> Numbers are hard. You got this. And I hate them as much as recycling. I believe in you. Uh, this is the worst thing I can think of in the moment. I've seen others, just nothing stuck with me. It's straight up bad. There's some cool special effects scenes and horror scenes, but everything that isn't the horror slash melting bits is straight up just shit. Just garbage. I would also legit uh, put trigger warnings for some horrible stuff they put in the movie. Watch clips on YouTube. Stay away from the actual, actual flick. Yeah, Street Trash is one of those things that, um... I feel like it has a weird cult following, and, like, is it a trauma, or is it just, like, trauma-adjacent? Uh, um, I don't know. This is new to me, to be honest. Yeah, I, like, I know the name, and I know the general, like, aesthetic, but I couldn't tell you much more about it, but that doesn't sound great. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, all I can see from it is production companies are Street Trash Joint Venture and Lightning Pictures. Okay. So, uh, apparently it's uh, listed as a comedy. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that doesn't sound, that doesn't sound like a good time. Um, yeah, no. Hot no. Tubs Skip Centipede, um, <laughs> which Gross. is Noah. Noah says, don't mess with the Zohan. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad one. I just... Yeah. The, the very, uh, evocation of, of the, the, the title of that movie, Don't Mess With The Zohan, <laughs> I got this image in my head of him, like, breaking his own neck to look down his own legs past his, like, swinging junk region to say Don't Mess With The Zohan, and I oh. don't know if that actually happened, or if it's part of the film, but I'm pretty sure he contorts his body in a horrific way to peer past his own genitals to shout, don't mess with the Zohan. Uh, there's a part where he is, like, he hits someone with fake legs. Right, okay, But it's okay, meant yeah. to be, like, his right. own legs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there a horrible bonch, though? Like, a horrible, like, ball? Uh, like... I don't, so, this is kind of like my, like, Schrodinger's movie. Mm. Where I have equal parts seen it and not seen it. Right. Because my brain just, like, it's it's static. And I'm like, I know there's scenes. <laughs> I'm, I do, But I don't know if I've actually seen the movie. Right. But if I haven't, how do I know about so many parts? Right, right. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's going to be enough for me again as well. No. <laughs> Some dude. Uh, anything with Uva Bowl, fight us. I don't know. He doesn't. He doesn't make good movies at all. No. No. Did, Apparently, his restaurant was really good, though. Did he do? Did he do one that was like good, and that started his career, and then the rest were dog shit? Like, did he do? No, he started his career by doing tax write-offs. <laughs> Okay. No, like that. That's actually it. Like you get major fucking tax write-offs from like Germany if you make films. Okay. 
So that's um, that was his whole deal. Was is just like a money scam, so he didn't have to pay as much tax from his like real gig. Yeah, um, and I th- I remember watching Postal, and I'm pr- right. And I, I watched it when it came out. Right. I uh, I remember uh, when I was part of this very specific moment in internet history when I was watching uh, lots of screw attack videos. Um, yeah, Stut- yeah. Stuttering Craig and Handsome Tom are in that movie for like a split second. Right. I remember that one being watchable and even, dare I say, a little bit funny. Whoa, I didn't even um, know they made a House of the Dead movie. House of the Dead, that's right. I watched that as well. I think I watched... I think I watched House of the Dead first. and the- Yeah, one of my friends, like... Yeah, her and I watched, like, so many shitty movies. And uh, we went through a bit of, like, an Uva Bowl period. That's kind of fun, though. Uh, uh, yes, but I definitely know I can't say words right anymore due to the lack of, like, like just not having brain cells from watching these movies. That's fair. See, it's happening now. Again. I, I do like that he was like, if you think my movies are bad, fight me. And, like, didn't a couple people take him up on the offer? Yeah. He, like, boxed Actually, his fuck, critics. Didn't, didn't Lotax fight him? I don't know. Anyways. Also, yeah, he, like, died, too. Fuck U- Uva Bowl. Fuck him. Um, yeah. Empty Orchestra. Uva Bowl, uh, get in the ring with me. Just kidding. I would never want to fight. Um, He's, like, a trained boxer. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> Empty Orchestra says Veronica... But, like, Ooh. I still love it because it's so bad. Yeah, Vero- yeah Veronica's fair. pretty unwatchable. It's it's not good. Bad things. It's it's not good. I don't like it. <laughs> Danzig is surrounded by too many yes-men, is what I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Vlad bad. Strange Wilderness. My friend convinced me to go see it in theaters with them when they came out in 2008. I still razzm about it when a movie sucks, saying, at least it's better than Strange Wilderness. That's, I, I love that it's so bad that it, like, spawned, like, an in-joke about uh, it. Uh, oh, this movie. Okay, I didn't watch it, but I always get it confused with, um, the movie that has the kangaroo that talks. Cactus. Jack, Why does it star, oh my god. Yeah, there's, stars, like, people in this movie. It stars Moist Critical. What? No. Oh. <laughs> pretty good, right? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, oh, wow. Oh, it's got, he's... like, actual actors in it. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. No. Oh, it looks like it's a Bigfoot movie, which you think would be funny, but, uh, no. Yeah. I can we... just, like... I can smell the jokes from here, you know? Yeah, you like can... that era You can tell that Strange era. Wilderness probably has a joke where Jizz ends up somewhere where it's not supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, someone gets hit in the balls with something. Yeah. Um, someone gets hamburger timed by the Sasquatch, probably. Yeah. Um, Jonah Hill probably farts. Uh, yeah, and shits himself. Farts and shits scene. himself. And, yeah. uh... The guy who played Farva from Super Troopers, he probably yeah. gets needlessly mad trying to, like, start the RV or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, true. Oh, and probably a few slurs. Yeah. Much, yeah, they probably they probably say the F word a lot. 
Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, have to at that point. Um, yeah. So, in in a way, it's a lot like that Star Wars movie Solo in that it writes itself. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 480p mall with an Xbox 360 mic, <laughs> uh, which is our friend Nafta, who is making a reference to our last episode. Uh, says Dreamcatcher. Completely infuriating waste of Jason Lee, the My Name is Earl guy. I love Jason Lee as well. And overall shitty horror movie based on that Stephen King novel. Um, I don't remember it. I remember not really enjoying it when I saw it back. Because I probably saw it when it came out. Um, Yeah. I I, I bought it on VHS recently to rewatch it, but I haven't. So maybe I'll pass on that fair it's uh i remember watching it with like a friend and also being like what the fuck is this Mm. this movie fucking sucks right um i keep thinking that uh shit who's that actor that's fun uh but also like isn't uh oh god i hate how people have names and i'm supposed to just remember them especially when they're well known not John Leguizamo. The fucking... Paul Giamatti. For some reason I thought Paul Giamatti was in Dreamcatcher. If there was a loaded gun to my temple and fucking a bunch of pictures of actors, one of them being Paul Giamatti, I would not yeah. be able to pick him out of a lineup. Really? So now well, maybe that's what... I'm gonna Google Paul Giamatti. You don't know what Paul Giamatti looks like? I don't. That's fair. See, I oh, think too many people are that, that fucking guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't recognize him because he wasn't fucking blue head to toe. <laughs> so there we go. Yeah, no. Paul Giamatti. That is a name that I did not associate with that face, but now I do. Yeah. Well, now you're going to see him everywhere. Yeah. Especially when it's not him. Uh, but yeah, Dreamcatcher fucking blows goats. Black Jelly Bean Man, Dead Clowns, or The Ghouls. They're so bad I couldn't finish either one. Very low-budget horror movies. That's a that's a fine line to walk with low-budget horror, because I feel like yeah. all low-budget horror movies have, like, a sizable fan base or, like, a cult following. Like, again, like Street mm-hmm. Trash. Like, there's, there's something about them that makes people want to like them, or maybe they do genuinely like them, and then you accidentally end up watching something that's just total butts. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, horror movies like I there's think, some suffer from that. Like there's some great low budget movies that like embrace the low budgetness. Mm-hmm. Like Manborg. Okay. Uh, if you haven't seen Manborg, watch Manborg. Okay. Okay. Um, to the point where a bunch of enemies, you can tell exactly which bits of toys they used mm. to make them. It's, it's good. It's good stuff. Um, same guys went on to make Psycho Goreman, which is another great low budget movie. Also PG for short. It's a good one too. Uh, I, yeah. I feel I like you started a tangent and then didn't finish a tangent. I was like, and? I don't finish fucking anything. It's like a project. And then, uh, and then what happens, Tony? And then what happens? Uh, yeah, I haven't seen these, uh, but that sucks. It sounds like they also are dog shit. So some dude is making a joke. Haha, funny man. <laughs> He's, uh, he says, oh, my conception video with the director commentary on very clever. That's pretty good. 
That's pretty good. Uh, Uncle Jason <laughs> hits us with a Serbian film. It's a disgusting movie that shouldn't exist. It's a movie that I only know exists because Tony references it and laughs, and I nod along a and lot. laugh with him yeah. to humor him, but I have no idea what a, a Serbian film no, is. No, no, it's, it's, uh, you know what? The soundtrack fucking slaps. Yeah, Tony's made that joke like a thousand times on the podcast, that was, and I've never got it, and I've just been like... That was my first introduction to it, was like, like, the soundtrack, and... Like, just being used in, like, weird, inappropriate ways. And then when I finally, like, looked up, like, the source material, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna put that on. And, like, one of my other friends, too, the one that I watch all the shitty movies with, she was like, yeah, just a heads up, like, like, if you're not, like, prepared to watch this movie, like, it's, I recommend not watching it. It, for her, it was like a, this was like a one and done, like. Is it just, like, heinously violent or, like gory uh heinously violent as well as um certain subject matter is very very disturbing oh okay um is it like a shock film was it just like meant to be disgusting or uh apparently it was meant as a commentary on the serbian film industry oh okay uh but also it feels like it was meant as like a shock flick right uh, however, the soundtrack fucking slaps. Okay. Um, Sam the Mop <laughs> says the Dragon Ball live action movie. Yeah, the only thing oh, worse. Yeah, Dragon Ball Evolution. Yeah, the only thing worse than the live action Dragon Ball is everything else Dragon Ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's like comparable to like Z. I don't know. I apologize because I know that a lot of our <laughs> listeners like really like Dragon Ball, but it just does nothing for me. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, I'm just kidding as well. Uh, or am I? I don't know. <laughs> oh man! Oh, I had a whole bit I was gonna do where I was gonna make fun of Harry Potter because I wanted to workshop it a little bit with you. But maybe okay. Maybe we'll do that in between Wow and questions. I'll do a Harry Potter bit. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Oh man, I I I still want to say that Wizard People slash Dear Reader still holds up. Uh, yeah, for those of you who yeah. have no fucking idea what we're talking about, um, Wizard People, People, Dear Readers, is uh, a cartoonist that Tony and I really like, made an audio commentary for the first Harry Potter film where he dubs over everything and makes fun yeah. of it, and it's quite hilarious. So It's it's very good. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. All right, what's your answer for the wow? What's the worst movie you've ever seen? Oh, <laughs> You know it's you know it's uh, Alien Covenant for me. Oh shit! I actually didn't expect that. Oh okay, yeah no. Um, I think out of like every, I'll do the fingering. Yeah, I. Oh my god, it's it's like it's a movie I just I will not watch again. It was so objectively fucking shit. Yeah. That it, like not a lot of movies like enrage me, right. but like that movie I couldn't cocksucking fucking stand and i've seen birdemic all the way through yeah me too yeah uh i would rather watch that again hmm. than uh fucking alien inconvenient i'm sorry that you didn't like the third best alien movie i mean again it's not a very high bar 
<laughs> I'm just messing with you. I, 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 I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. And I know that you're probably right about it. <laughs> no, I think, I think a lot of people give it a pass, mm. but not enough that Ridley Scott's allowed to like make any more alien movies. Yeah. Um, mine is going to be Garden State. Um, mm. Garden State is just a shit awful waste of everyone's fucking time and energy and everyone in it is just the most unlikable fuck and if i could kick everybody in the crotch who was in that film i would you would is that the zach braff one it's zach braff and uh padme and they're they are so insufferable for the whole duration of the film I think I think I turned it off two or three times before I ever ended up finishing it, and I finally finished it, and I was like, wow, I just wish I had never heard of this movie. Fair. I used to get that and Orange County mixed up. Orange County rocks, because Jack Black's yeah. all like, dude, can I score some of your piss? Um, <laughs> and that's fun, because yeah. faking faking a drug test is hilarious. Versus, <laughs> versus Natalie Portman convincing someone to throw their medication in a fucking quarry or whatever happens at the end of that insufferable flick. I don't know. Yeah, it's just bad decisions all around the movie. Yeah, yeah. Garden State fucking blows. Um, yeah, she's not a licensed uh, psychiatrist. She's not. Padme rocks in general. The character Padme rules. But her Star Wars side story, Padme, colon, uh... That time she chilled on Earth for a bit. Garden State, a Star Wars story. Um, <laughs> that one was not as good uh, as I wanted it to be. It was somehow worse than Solo. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, fuck yeah. Garden State. I really don't like that movie. That's fair. I Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Sometimes when you just really can't fucking stand a movie it's just it's there just can't all right our wow for next week you got you guys your minds are gonna be blown i'm ready to be blown best movie ever whoa question mark (laughs) i'm curious to see what people say oh man i can't wait to not do my homework for this oh hell yeah okay so i was uh I was what like, was you, uh... I was workshopping this concept and this joke about ma- okay. making fun of Harry Potter. Okay. I'm sure much, much to the chagrin, much to the uh, dismay of my coworkers. Um, but oh, do they all love Harry Potter? I mean, no. But I, I was workshopping okay. a joke for six hours straight. So. Excellent. <laughs> um, so I honestly I don't have a strong opinion of Harry Potter either way. I was right. I wasn't too young for it when it came out, but I wasn't interested in it when I came out. So I didn't get this sort of like joyous growth of of the stories and of the complexity of the writing and the characters where it goes. Oh, I don't think there was any complexity of the writing. Don't worry. You didn't miss. Well, I think it starts off like simple and it, and it ages with the people who are reading it. Right. And there's like, there's an arc and a trajectory and people grew up with these characters and the characters grew along with them. Objectively, Mm -hmm. that's super fucking cool. Um, okay. 
but making fun of Harry Potter is way more fun. <laughs> so <laughs> I was my premise for the whole thing was just how like lame and mundane Harry Potter is. And I was doing like almost like a Monty Python ass like fake like British old lady kind of voice <laughs> when I was doing it. Yeah. yeah. And I was like <laughs> Ooh, Harry Potter. So I was, <laughs> I was doing that. But I was like, what if, what if uh, wizards were in high school, but the high school was all, all, uh, I'm already botching it. Oh no. I'm so excited that I'm doing a bad job. <clears throat> what if, what if these wizards in high school, what if the high school was also a library? Oh, and the library was also an art museum and there were ghosts in it. And what if a dog had three heads? Um, and then, <laughs> so I just kept doing that voice. I think if you do, if you say anything in a dumb voice, you can really undermine it. <laughs> Yeah, by yeah. like sing-songing it but um and then i was just going off about how like harry potter is just like star wars without space i'm like it's just space wizards without the space and like is it just a really funny concept <laughs> me? being like harry potter's fucking lame dude it's just star wars without space travel okay like oh kind of yeah uh, when you think about it and oh yeah what was the other one it's like what if, what if everyday British transportation at nighttime was purple and had three stories instead of two? <laughs> and like, because like, I don't know if you, yeah, again, if you get granular enough with stuff, it's all ridiculous. But just, yeah, just how like everything in Harry yeah. Potter is just like slightly less mundane versions of very mundane things. Uh yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I missed out on the Harry Potter everything. Yeah? Like, well, okay. Like, the first book came out, like, what? Like, 1997, 99-ish was kind of when it started to get, like, pretty hypey. Right. So, for me, Pokemon definitely took over that. Yeah. So I was like, I want my cool shit, fuck this lame wizard shit. Mm-hmm. Also, coming out on the end, Satoshi Tajiri didn't end up being a turf. So score one for the Tonys. Right, right. Absolutely. Pokemon's got more lasting shit. And like, what's more... What's more interesting and engaging? Cool monsters that fight each other? Or what? Or what if mediocre wizards what if that the, fight each other? What if the library was also a school? <laughs> what if you could shit your pants and then wand it away? Oh, it's canon. It's Ooh. canon. That's canon thing apparently. What if a troll came in the restroom? Ooh. <laughs> oh, what if soccer? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I'm getting a crazy. <laughs> crazy leg cramp from trying to make fun of quidditch the wizards are after me oh, what if soccer then like fucking moaning myrtle just beamed you in the leg just now <laughs> yeah yeah some fucking lame ass wizard with a twig was like fucking legius crampius and i was just like oh, <laughs> fuck. fuck okay because i watched wizard people again mm -hmm. and i mean this might have also been like because of the edible right 
Uh, Quidditch made way less sense than it already did. Oh, uh, it never made sense. Ooh, what I was if, like, what's the fuck? What's what, the, what? what if jelly beans tasted like a witch's swamp? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not appetizing. What if bankers were true? <laughs> Wait, they, she was just making fun of Jewish people, wasn't she? Yeah, oh, very yeah. much so, yeah. 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 I don't know, it's one of those things where it's like, you see the wizarding world, and I'm like, oh yeah, fucking... Cypher makes a lot more sense now. Put me back. I want tech. I want, like, cool shit. I don't want fucking old-ass, medieval-ass bullshit. Anyways, that's my Harry Because the wizard stuff wasn't even that, like, fantastical either. It was just kind of like, ah, inconvenient always. Right. Uh, Okay. And we have to dress like a fucking Merlin. So I guess my final say on the matter is... The concept of the stories evolving with the audience, very cool. And the concept of, like, the wizard world being, like, hidden from, like, normal people and it's all sort of happening hush-hush secret is kind of fun. But, like, literally everything else about Harry Potter is so mundane and dry. And then they're like, but what if we sprinkled wizard dust on it? <laughs> so, that's that's my piece about Harry Potter. Do you want to do questions? Yeah, let's answer some. Cool. Thanks. Thank you, everyone listening, for endearing that. Questions from the Discord. All right. Some dude is starting us off with, I found this in a chest. Oh. Did I find gold or at least silver? Uh, And he's got a photograph of the Empire Strikes Back on VHS. Yeah, and I believe this is the Fox release. Uh, yeah, I guess it's CBS Fox, I think. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to... I guess it, like, depends on where you are and how easy it is to find tapes. Right. Because, I mean, I I think... I don't want to take any wind out of any sales or anything. Uh, I kind of want to say silver because I've, I've seen this exact copy around a few times. Right. Uh, so it's just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to pick that up eventually. Mm. Um, I mean, like, I mean, it's I, a great movie, so fuck yeah. Yeah, and actually if you just found it in a chest, like, that's compared fucking sick. Compared yeah, to yeah. what I've if seen you, on, like, Reddit's, like, r slash VHS, that, sir, is gold. Because there's so many people of being, yeah. posting a photo, like, check out my collection. And it's a copy of, like, Forrest Gump and Titanic and, like, lethal weapon three oh, and no. i don't want to be the guy on reddit who's like your collection is dog shit fuck you um yeah because there's too much of that on reddit even though i think it when i see those photos so your uh <laughs> empire strikes back vhs is awesome and i appreciate it yeah you know what? i'm gonna i'm gonna retroactive say it I, i'm gonna go back to gold yeah, yeah you're right yeah it, it is gold that's pretty fucking sick it rocks Black Jelly Bean Man. Besides Charizards, what other first-gen shinies are good? I feel like all first-gen shinies are good. <laughs> Fuck you, that's what I was gonna say. No, um, I really like, uh, shit, should I just bust out my binder? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I really, really liked the, um, the first-gen, like, the base set Mewtwo. That's like... Mm always been one of my favorites i was just thought it was so cool that like, is he worth anything they made a legendary with foil what is he worth anything 
I mean, depends. Like, <laughs> like I had a hard time selling any like my unlimited ones, right? But my shadowless one, I it's it's like the collector one, so I'm not even gonna bother selling it, right? But like, I don't know. I think a graded first ed or shadowless is like probably gonna go for a little bit. Uh, it does feel like that heyday of last year has died down. Though. Right. The the boom and the bust have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Blastoise. Base. Fuck that whole whole first first base set foil run is great. Let's be for real. There's like no 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 not bangers in there. Right. Uh, but I think my favorite 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 uh, Gen One card art is actually on my leg now. Um, and it's the Haunter card from Fossil. Right, right. Uh, back when Haunter had four fingers, remember? Remember that? Uh, no one noticed that difference but you. Oh, not just me. <laughs> me and a whole R slash Pokemon continuity uh, community. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get those divorce papers filed. I'll bring them with in December. Alright, alright. You think you're going to get half in this fucking divorce? No, I'm taking it all. <laughs> you're going to run me into the ground. <laughs> Black Jelly Bean Man continues at Tony. What's your thoughts on the NBKK-SRO0 King of the Sniper Gun Prime? I'm guessing this is uh, a, a knockoff uh, a KO uh, Optimus? Uh, well, it's an Optimus, right? and it is a third party, however, it is not a KO at all. Sorry, sorry, third party is what I meant to say. Uh, this Optimus Prime turns into a gun, just a straight up fucking gun. Just a fucking gun? Just a fu- well, it's not just a fucking gun, it is a sniper rifle, but it's like, one that you can hold in your adult hands, and it's like the size of a Nerf blaster. That's kind of wild. It's really cool uh, as a concept, but it's also not, like not for you. Uh, it's yeah, I don't think it's gonna be for me. But like, it's fucking weird. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. I like. But it's also I like really the idea cool. of Transformers transforming into just strange things. Like like in robot mode, it's like a perfect like G one accurate like amazing Optimus Prime, and then you transform yeah. it, and somehow it's like a bucket of fried chicken, or like it's just oh that'd be something it's amazing. not meant to be. It's a cup noodle. Oh my god! Actually, shit. I'm looking at okay, so I'm looking at a couple of the things now because mm-hmm. like I saw some of the prices. I'm like, that's not that doesn't seem right. A perfect G one Megatron that transforms into a bouquet of flowers. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'm into it. Let's do that. I like that. A perfect G1 Starscream that turns into a bushel of bananas. (laughs) I mean, okay. Yeah, let's let's let it happen. Let's make it happen. Uh, It looks like it's going to be like $100 USD. That's not bad. You buying a sniper rifle, baby? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I also can't get a good read on the size of this because like... No, that Hmm. So, I, some people are holding it in their fucking hands. Like, it looks like it's going to be huge. But if it's $100, it can't be that big. That's so weird. I, 
No, it looks fucking massive. Yeah, it's like the size of a Nerf gun for $100 America money. I don't know. It, it's a solid maybe now just because, like, the price point and the weirdness mm-hmm. and the Transformer is kind of meeting, meeting me in that middle of the Venn diagram. Cool. Uh, I think you might have changed my mind. Fuck yeah. Thanks, Black Jelly Bean Man. Hot Tub Centipede Noah says pine cones with a question mark. What are pine cones? Well, it's not a pinso bass, that's for sure. Oh yeah, he misspelled pine cones. <laughs> uh it's pine they're just it's a it's a seed from a like a like a Christmas tree, right? Yeah. It's a it's a tree seed. It's a tree seed. That's what that's what it is. What Apparently it is. you can eat them, maybe. Who knows? You can eat you can eat pine cones, right? I have no idea. Uh, maybe don't take. We're not medical. Yeah, we're not bear. Officers, we're not bear grills. So. so. Yeah, but if you're in trouble, uh, anything's edible, really. Right. right. Uh, Sam the mop, Hobbit hole or Blade Runner apartment? Uh, Blade Runner apartment. Yeah, Blade Runner apartment, but with like a secret toy room. With a secret Hobbit hole, <laughs> the best of both yeah. worlds. <laughs> Nah, like I said, I've never been a big fantasy guy, so... Some some YouTuber made a Blade Runner apartment. Uh, yeah? Oh, sh- it was like a shipping container? Or... No, um... Okay, he's a J-vlogger. Uh, abroad in Japan. I don't know if you've oh, ever, that guy. ever yeah, seen yeah, his yeah. videos. He's like a British dude who's been vlogging in Japan for a decade. So he's got man- right, many right. a follower. Um, he... I just thumbed through the video because I couldn't be fucked to watch like a 20 minute video, but he mm-hmm. um, got a studio space for recording in and he got like a, a crew that does set design for like Netflix to like build him a um, an alleyway that's supposed to look like an old like dingy electronics, 80s electronics street in Japan. Um, oh, cool. And then the other part of it is like a sci-fi future ramen shop that's like Blade Runner inspired. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, it's really sick. Yeah, that that yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I want that. I want Hell just yeah. that. Black yeah. Jelly Bean Man, has there been any YouTuber or podcaster that has influenced your collecting? Oh, uh, yep, yep, there is. Me? There's a couple. <laughs> um, uh, I, well, I think it's a given that you and I are bad influences on each other. It's true, it's true. Especially in the early days. Right. That was... Yeah, now I think we're a little bit, like, kind of calmed down on ourselves with mm, that. Yeah. Uh, but for me, my main two that I'm like, fuck you guys, but thank you guys, uh, Theo Adams... And uh, Evangelus. Mm. Uh, those two are definitely ones that I'm like, whoops, I'm collecting these now specifically because you talked about them. Right. And funny thing is, with Evangelus specifically, I actually own quite a few toys that he used to own. Uh, thanks to them going through Cherry Bomb a few times. Right. So, uh, so I just have like really weird ones. Like the... Um, like the Minerva figure that's like an official anime girl transformer semi trans it's just, it's a weird fucking toy. I think they only made like three in that series of like the Headmaster Juniors. Uh, but I saw it at Cherry Bomb and then I was like, Oh fuck. 
Vangelis did a video on this, and I got it. And then I think B was like, oh yeah, no, that was like, that came in through Chris, essentially. And I was mm. like, and I even confirmed with them too. I'm like, hey, I think I might have bought your toy. <laughs> Uh, cause he's, he's a good, he's a good boy. We've hung out with him a couple times. Um, but recently, uh, Zaku Aurelius has been. Oh yeah. I like Zaku Aurelius. I got him confused with a different YouTuber before. One that like, I couldn't really stand his voice. Mm. Uh, but now I'm like, oh yeah, Zaku Aurelius is all right. Sometimes I gotta play his videos on like plus 1.5 speed, but. Most of the time, it's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you have it's, to, he's pretty informative. When you it's have good to stuff. speed up a video. Yeah. Well, again, like twenty minutes, and I'm like, but can that be like ten to fifteen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think a lot of times it just ends up with like dudes that speak really fucking slowly. Yeah. It's always funny when you go to watch like a tutorial video, and the first comment is, uh, "Step one: increase to to two times speed." Like. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Ben's Collectibles is one that I have to watch on times two speed. Again, not because like I just want to get them over with. It's because they're half an hour long, and he's a very like soft-spoken British man. Yeah. So he speaks kind of like this. Oh, yeah. No, I would... Everything. I would not be able to handle that. Uh, I think... In my early days, oh man, there's so many YouTubers that I like used Filthy Frank used to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah Filthy Frank was... inspired me to. Uh, that's why your car is pink. That is why my car is pink. That's true. Um, just kidding, my car is not pink. That that is a joke. But I would rock a pink car. But it's not him. Yeah, him pink car would tight. Uh, no. Uh, in the early days, I used to watch a YouTuber who did uh, toy reviews, and I think his channel is just called. MMPR Toys. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he's a very strange man who collects anything um, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Well, just any iteration of Power Rangers or Super Sentai um, related stuff. And I watched uh, his videos on the SH Figuarts um, uh, MMPR stuff, and those... I don't know if those videos inspired me, but they were enough for me to be like, yeah, I'm getting those. Yeah, fair. Sometimes you just need, like, a little push. Not yeah. a full inspo, but... And then there's been, like... There's YouTubers that I don't watch um, as much anymore, but I do really, like, appreciate what they've done for, like, toys and the toy space online. Like, I love Toy Galaxy, but, like... Yeah. I think I still support them on Patreon as well, but, like, I could not be fucked to watch a video... <laughs> these days like when i get the the like notification i'm like cool maybe i'll get around to that um yeah i feel that i really like their stuff but they have kind of switched more to pop culture rather than toys right and the i used to really appreciate the way their scripts were written and how they're mm-hmm. delivered but now the formula it's too obvious and there's like maybe a little lack of like soul in it and it just feels like i'm being fed a story that's been like i don't know it feels less personal and more just clinical and i'm just like oh every single video you guys do follows the same format it's kind of like the show the toys that made us and slash the movies that made us like the the, the new stuff it's like it's just 
it's too polished. It's too formulaic. It's too obvious. And I'm just kind of like, eh, I just, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I think, I think shows like that have kind of changed how they do things, but I think it's also because that's what people are wanting to. Like, a lot of people... Like, I think they gained more people that weren't watchers before because of shows like that. Right. So they've got, like, a whole new audience that they're like, oh, fuck, well, we kind of have to cater to these guys now. I think they still do a lot of the other stuff, like the Dan in the Toy Booth and things like that. Like, they made a second channel. Yeah. That's that's like that, but... Um, I mean, I don't know. I like Dan's personality. I think it's he adds enough, like of himself in there so it doesn't end up being too like stainless steel but a lot of times too the the source material is like yeah that's a bit too boomer for me yeah like <laughs> it's like the fuck's a silver hawk i don't give a yeah. shit yeah and oh man and then youtubers who i'm just like cannot stand their videos oh, that no, have been influenced starting fights yeah we're starting fights <laughs> youtubers whose videos have made been like i'm never collecting that and i'm hitting the down thumb which they're taking away um fucking no no shade but a little bit of shade shardimus prime makes the most <laughs> dog shit god awful oh my god his videos are the worst Okay, okay. I, like, I I feel like I watched a couple in the beginning and was fine, and it was just like, okay, like, I get the sort of rundown. But just to hear, like, a grown man with a gravelly voice be disappointed about a toy in, like, as he's just, like, fidgeting around with it, and then he has to put the shitty Spider-Man in the video, too. I'm just like, oh, dude, I can't even. Just like, oh, it would have been really nice if, like, this was better. And it's just like, dude, your life seems like it sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Shardimus, I hope things look up for you. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to cause any shade or anything like that. I'm not going to say anything inflammatory. But I will say, I've never been able to make it through an entire MGO video. Hmm. Don't even get me started on D Amazing. No, D Amazing's fine. I don't know who D Amazing is. It's it's also a thing where I don't really care because like Shardimus Prime does like superhero stuff. But like Yeah. Um actually that was kind of the inspiration for my like my weird Dazzler video that I made. Yeah. That was yeah. kind of inspired by Shardimus Prime because the whole joke of the Dazzler video is making a review a of a Marvel legend is in and of itself entirely meaningless because like every Marvel legend is the same. There's nothing different about them. You don't need to know anything about, about a Marvel legend. That's like someone doing a review of like a McDonald's cheeseburger. It's like, there's nothing other than what it is. There's no value there and there's nothing to know. So like my weird YouTube video I made of my Dazzler review is a joke that was directly inspired by people who make reviews of marvel legends and another funny callback to that too the dazzler sound clip was from wizard people dear reader oh shit it was (laughs) oh my goodness it all comes full circle baby wow that's hell yeah holy shit 
I forgot about that video. Oh my yeah, god. I was, I was trying to do something, guys. I don't know what it was, but I was trying to do something. Hey man, you did what you did. A lot of it was good. <laughs> I was there for some of it. Uh, that was a very memorable Christmas. Well, I think that just about does it for us here on the podcast. Um, my apologies to Shardimus Prime. I hope you're satisfied with a toy one day. Uh, is there anything you want to say to the people, Tony, before we get on out of here? Uh, yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on iTunes and follow us on Spotify. Hang out with us on a Discord, on our Discord. Uh, links that are easily available. And I hope you have yourself a great rest of the week. And I hope that you also find a toy that you enjoy. Fuck yeah. All right. Yeah. And remember, folks, a Boba Fett for a Greedo is a notoriously bad trade. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Hey, what's up, everybody? You shut him as Prime, and I'm about to be pretty upset with a fucking Marvel Legend. I want to God. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention, I really oh, like man. the whoosh. <laughs>